0: For 16 years, uh, he has been the senior writer for Packers.com, covering this team from the inside. I first met him uh, when we were running around high school fields and gymnasiums as a prep writer for the Press Gazette. But it's great to have Mike Spoffer join us from the Narrow Bridge Brewhouse tonight in the fifth quarter. Hello, Mike. How you doing, Mark? Good, Spoff. Thanks for coming over. Um, how much more can these guys take?
1: I tell you, the, the, uh, you start to think, okay, you're maybe going to get some guys back later in the season, right? But no matter how long the injury list is it doesn't stop new injuries from happening that's just been the story of the season for these guys and you know every seems like every position has had its depth tested to a great degree and and right now it's it's the it's the edge rushers and the offensive linemen who are dealing with uh, the biggest tests
0: Elton is so good. Oh my goodness! I Man, he is really good. A Superb player. Guy, he is. He's really, I think, one of the best offensive linemen in the NFL. He was a Pro Bowler at guard, moved out to left tackle, and I was seeing stuff from Pro Football Focus. He's one of the best left tackles in the game, playing a position he never played.
1: Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, he he would if he were to play an entire season at left tackle, I would be willing to bet that most uh scouts and film reviewers and whatnot would consider him a top 10 left tackle and and that's just remarkable considering he was a center in college for what three years or at least his last two years at mississippi state and then as you said he makes a pro bowl at guard and uh flips out to tackle and it's and you know he plays it like he's been doing it his whole life really tough injury your
2: your normal left tackle david bakhtiari was announced he's not going to play this week once again right are we going to see him this season they're holding out hope,
1: uh, right, you know. But I mean, gut feeling is he? I mean, I, I would, I would think if they were going to shut him down, they would just say, yeah. you know, we're going to shut him down. I mean, there's still, there's seven, seven. Or I'm sorry, six games left, seven weeks, including including the bye week, and then obviously you're hoping to be in the playoffs after that. So if you can get him back at any time, you're going to try, right? They're they're going to play this out as long as it takes, and and hopefully. I mean, by the time the playoffs roll around, he will be twelve full months right. from the injury. So, uh, but well, what's I,
0: concerning is all right. He they had to get him off pup or scratch. Right, the there ear. was the deadline. So yeah. he's on yeah. the active roster and practicing for a couple of weeks, and then all of a sudden last week he does not practice. Red flags go up. You wonder if the strenuous work of practicing in pads with all with the weight pushing on bodies didn't create some problem, whether it be swelling or soreness or things like that. They never really explained why he wasn't practicing, but that's my guess. Uh, And so that is just a setback. They've got to let it calm down again. That's why Matt was so quick to say he's out this week for sure. Maybe after the bye, we'll get back into the regiment again and see if it can get to the point where he can sustain playing. 60 minutes of professional football.
1: Yeah, well, it was interesting because the last time we heard from Adam Stenovich, the offensive line coach, he did suggest that when Bakhtiari comes back he may not necessarily play I a full game right away. He talked about you know, maybe working him in or there being a rotation or playing a partial game and you know, so I think everything's on the table at this point, quite frankly. I, I don't know I don't think they're ruling anything out necessarily and uh, and they're just they're just gonna see what happens here. They have to get him back on the practice field. He needs to be able to, as you say, practice in pads feel fine the next day feel like he can recover in good order in order to be able to put him out there in a game so
0: now we're looking at yash nyman at left tackle Mm. for elton jenkins for david bakhtiari we're looking at john runyon at left guard for elton jenkins who had to go play tackle we're looking at lucas patrick playing for josh myers and you got royce newman and billy turner on the right side not ideal
1: well, you're, yeah, you're, the, the offensive line the Packers were hoping to have at some point this season is missing three of the five guys, Bakhtiari right. and Jenkins and Myers. Now, two of those guys, they're still hoping to get back here at some point, and then you can have, you can have four of the five. You're not going to have Jenkins. He's officially <laughs> done. So, but, you know, these guys, these guys have, these guys have held up. I, I went through the offensive film today looking at the all 22. And the way these guys handled, you know, the double A gap looks from the Vikings and and all the stuff that they were doing, most of the Packers' big plays in the game came off of picking up the blitz and then hitting the shot downfield.
0: Harrison came as often as he did yesterday in that game.
1: Yeah, the Vikings were trying. They they were trying all kinds of stuff. There was even one. You know, we always talk about that double A gap right. look from Kendricks and Barr. There was one play where it was a double B gap look. Kendricks and Barr were split over the B gaps, and they both came. You know, both came on the blitz, and the Packers had to react to that, pick it up, and still make the play.
0: Credit to Steno, obviously, for the work he's done to have the musical chairs spinning right. all season long and have that hold up. And also, I. I just don't think Lafleur is getting enough credit for how he is preparing a team to play based on who he has available to play for the vast majority of a still very nice 8-3 season.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it'll be interesting to see now with Josh Nyman taking over at left tackle when that happened earlier in the year in San Francisco.
0: Francisco Cincinnati and Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah, it he was had three games. A, yeah, yeah
1: he, had th- he had three starts when he first stepped into the lineup in San Francisco we saw the packers look have uh, execute i should say a very different passing offense not only were there you know the the chips and the help because he was going against bosa there right. you know his very first start in the nfl but we also saw the Packers go, you know, with the shotgun, the empty, and the ball was coming out quick. You know, Aaron Rodgers was not sitting back there holding the ball. It wasn't deep downfield routes. We'll see now if they make that adjustment again. They may not have to do it as much because Nyman has those games under his belt now, whereas he was brand new. Um, in that san francisco game but they've made these types of adjustments before it's adjustments to the game plan it's adjustments to the Personnel, pass protection yeah. and you know all those calls and uh, and they're going to have to go back to some of that at least uh you know with jenkins being out now speaking of making adjustments are they going to
2: figure out special teams the operation <laughs> long snapper Boy. to
1: holder to kicker are they going to get that figured out I mean, you have to believe that they will because just because Crosby is such a veteran. I mean, I I get asked the questions on, you know, our Insider Inbox column on the website all the time, like, what is going on? I mean, my answer in this morning's column, and it was what you referenced earlier, Mark, about, you know, a, a golfer who gets bad swing thoughts in his head what was going on earlier whether you're talking the snap the hold the protection all of that just messed with mason there's yeah. just no doubt in my mind I'm about that he, of it. he completely lost his 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 mojo this is a guy who missed two field goals total now he did miss some extra points as well but two field goals total over the course of the last two seasons yeah. 2019 and 2020 so and he's th- missed he, now he had it six of his last 14 yeah and and it's it's eight total misses eight total misses including two of them being blocked because of the the breakdowns in protection there's been so much that's gone wrong that he's just he's just not in the right headspace and so if they get if that other stuff gets settled down which it looked like yesterday it was for the first game in a while it looked like there weren't any issues with snap holder protection so as that settles down hopefully Mason just settles in and gets back into his routine it's just going to take some time
2: and missing them in the regular season is one thing but if this is a problem that persists heading into the postseason I mean those missed kicks start costing the biggest games possible
1: oh absolutely
2: I mean you lose by three yesterday in Minnesota Mm -hmm. it would have been nice to have that 32 yarder right but if it comes down to January and you still haven't figured this thing out, I mean, you're going home for the year.
1: Yeah, well, and and, and if it gets to that point and there are still the – the problems to the level that we're seeing right. now, I think it's going to affect the fourth down decisions by Matt Lafleur in Possibly. certain situations. I mean, if if it's the if it's a season on the line type of situation and you do not have the confidence that that operation is as smooth as it needs to be, your decision making is, is is going to be affected. Mason I hit think.
0: a sixty yarder in warmups. Uh, you know, I saw just yeah. drilled it, and so here he goes, the first possession, and he's lining up a fifty four yarder, and and Lafleur said. A course we're gonna send him out there we have all the confidence he's gonna be and he put it through Uh, but then again it's just consistency has just vanished on the special teams unit. Uh, my spot for our guest tonight. We got to take another break. We're halfway through already on the program. When we come back, uh, the sergeant Hulka of Mr. Rogers is painfully <laughs> evident, and it's going to be an issue at least for another week or two. The big toe question—that's going to be answered when we come back—and we'll be looking for a hot play of the day. So don't go away. The fifth quarter returns to the Narrow Bridge Brew House right after this timeout. Welcome back. This is the fifth quarter. Live from the Narrow Bridge Brew House. Once again, your hosts, Mark Daniels and Matt Z. was never limited in
1: his practice. That's
0: true. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Fifth quarter after a Packer loss, but they stay atop the North. Bikes five and five. The Bears three and seven. They lose at home to the Ravens with backup quarterbacks finishing that game both ways, 13-10. Yikes. Uh, No, 16-13, I should say, Ravens winner at Soldier Field. And and Tim Boyle's debut with the Lions.
2: The real TB12.
0: 15 for 23, 77 yards and two picks. picks.
2: Lions fall 209-1. At least it wasn't three picks. I was really hoping
0: (laughs) Tim was going to win a game for Detroit. Oh, I was hoping so, too. He might
2: on Thanksgiving. Don't count him out yet. They play the Bears. Lions against the Bears. We'll
0: see how Jared Goff is going. This is going to be Andy
2: Dalton versus Tim Boyle.
0: Yeah. yeah, good thing that's the first one no must see TV. Yeah, everybody's getting their dinner ready. All right. Before we get back to my spot for of the Packers.com, uh, Let's look for a hot play winner. You know how it works. Our friends from Robinson Heating and cooling will give you a prize today. A great cooler pack. If you guess the hot play of the day and you're also qualified for a grand prize drawing at the end of the year, that will be a holiday surprise before the regular season finale. Hi, welcome to the show. What's your name and what's your guess? Uh, Jason. Hey, Jason. I'm going to go with the MVS's touchdown. The MVS's touchdown? Yeah, towards the end of the Roy game. Boy, made a case. Josiah made a case for that hot play. What a great play. No, but the hot play was indeed the shot play, Jason, that kept the pack alive with just one snap.
2: Shotgun, first and ten from the 25, takes the snap. Looks, lofts it, deep over got the left side. Him! He's got MVS. He's running down the left sidelines. It's Secretariat at the Belmont. No one will catch him. Touchdown, oh, Green Bay. Oh, shit. MVS Spalding Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods up the track, as we that would say, at the track. MVS! Wow! 75 yards!
0: What a beautiful route, beautiful play. You saw Devontae run the under route. Harrison jumped it. MVS Xavier Woods, no contest. Marquez was a little more matter of fact about the touchdown.
2: You know, they just kind of doubled Devontae on the other side and. Kind of went, you know, zero across the board to the other side, and um, I just kind of made a, a route adjustment. I um, mean, Aaron was on the same page as me, and we made it work.
0: They made it work, and uh, Jason, you're a hot play winner. We'll do the cold play in a couple of minutes. Nice to have MVS back after missing what four, five with a hamstring. Yeah. The field stretching capability of that guy just kind of opened it up. And Aaron was, I think he missed one pass, and that was a throwaway in the second half on three for three scoring drives. He was electric.
1: Yeah, and and he ended the first half with a with a touchdown drive right. as well. Last four times the Packers had the ball, other than the one play kneel down oh, Jordan by Jordan Love's Love. Yes. Yeah, but it was it was four possessions, four touchdowns, and and that's really what made the the missed interception by Darnell Savage at you know at the two minute warning of the fourth quarter so crucial because Minnesota had, was not going to stop the Packers if the if Aaron Rodgers gets the ball one more time. With a tie score, the Packers are going to win that game. Minnesota wasn't stopping them.
0: Season high for Rodgers, three eighty-five in the four scores. Uh, fantastic performance on the bad toe. This is a really his scary... best game
2: of the season, right? Everyone is in agreement about that with Rodgers. Oh yeah, I mean maybe. he had
0: he's had higher completion percentages, yeah. but he was misfiring early. A couple of shots to MBS off the mark. Uh, he had to throw away a few more than he wanted to, probably early. Uh, but uh, fantastic considering. Spock, this guy has in practice at a full-speed practice since October 22nd. <laughs> October 22nd, and here we are, November 22nd, Yeah, a month later. All right? Uh, had the 10 days in quarantine, came back, and suddenly this toe injury surfaced. The day he gets reactivated on Saturday before the Seattle game. And I'm just wondering how this occurred, where it occurred, when it occurred, we just don't know.
1: Yeah, he's declined to give any details on. on said it's not turf toe. Yeah, he's, but interestingly, he said he's had turf toe, and this is worse than turf toe. And now, granted, not every injury is the same. But I've talked to players before; I'm sure you have too, who have had turf toe, and they say it is one of the most painful. I things almost threw up imaginable. when Sterling
0: Sharp took off his boot one day and showed me yeah. his turf toe. Oof, it was yeah. the most grotesque yeah. thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, but it was it was it was interesting though for Rodgers to play like that, and when you watched him in the game. Game, you wouldn't know there was anything wrong with that foot. And after the game, he was talking about how painful it was and, and what he's been dealing with. And that, and that, it sounds like he won't be practicing again this coming week. I mean, what he's what he's doing is pretty remarkable. Yeah, you mentioned during the game, he was pretty
2: mobile. I mean, he's moving out of yeah. the pocket, rolling left, rolling in right, the, throwing he, on the he, run. He bolted up
0: field through a gap in the in the pocket, yeah, uh, and and took off for a, a run or two. Uh, the COVID toe has made the rounds in the last 24 hours. Have you heard of this, Z?
2: Yeah, no, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. It's a side effect of COVID-19, in the COVID rare toes. In cases
0: yeah. where there's swelling, happens to fingers
2: and toes. Right. It looks pretty nasty. It's supposed to be pretty painful. But again, we don't know what he's dealing with. No. And
0: there's no way he would admit it's related to
2: Probably not. positive test. Right. But if it's not turf toe, I, who knows what it who knows exactly who it, is, it is.
0: Nonetheless, uh, and they need him to, I don't know, I still think they need him to practice. I really do. I mean, you can see it. Seattle was a little off, not practicing. A little off early yesterday, but he got it together, no question about it.
2: 467 and, yards, 7-11 on third down. He plays his best game. I mean, yeah, it's certainly a winnable performance. But my point being, Spop, this is a team that has been, so
0: hurt by injuries at all of those positions, there was a game without the three wide receivers, the alignment, and everything else, and the kind of the glue has been twelve. Yeah, you know that's kept this thing afloat. Yeah.
1: Well, he was asked after the game yesterday. Okay, so what is what is the biggest thing this team needs to do to mm. to take that step forward? To you know to make that that push here to the stretch run. And he talked about starting faster, right? Getting past these the slow script, starts. Yeah. You look at. You look at the numbers, the Packers have only scored 27 points in the first quarter all season, which is less than half of their total in any other quarter Mm. through the course of the year. Last year, they were historically good on opening drives, 73 points over the course of the season just on opening drives. So that's been a big shift from 2020 to 2021. But yet, if that's what they need to do to sort of reach their peak, how are you going to start faster in games If your quarterback can't practice, right? Because you saw it yesterday, he wasn't sharp early, but then as the game wore on, he got locked in and off they went offensively. But how are you going to be at you know, in that mode right from the get go? Especially
0: when it is if you can't practice. Especially and LaFleur does script, as do most coaches. Yeah. You know, the first 15 or so, Uh, and those are the ones you really work on to get that rhythm going early, to get that flow going early, and they just haven't been able to do it. And I think out of the 11 games played, they have trailed early on (laughs) seven or eight of them easily. I don't think they've really got out front and Just force teams to catch them like was the case last year.
1: Yeah, the Packers, I looked it up last night because I was writing about it uh, on the website. I believe it's only been three games out of 11 this year that the Packers have scored on their opening drive of the game. Two touchdowns, one field goal, three out of 11. Last year, 13 out of 16. They scored on the opening drive of the game. It's been such a shift from last year to this year with how this offense has started. And you're
2: eight and three. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. You're eight and three. If you can get hot, if you can
2: figure out that portion and clean up your special teams, they're a
0: victim of their own success in a lot of ways too. The bar was set so high last year. Oh, it was, you
1: know, whether you're talking opening drives, whether you're talking the, the red zone, you know, 80% in the red zone, which was ridiculous um the third down percentage where they were ranked in the top whatever it was two or three in the league you know third down conversions everything across the board offensively was so good last year as you said the 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 bar was incredibly high that uh it'll be very very difficult you knew going in it'd be very very difficult to match that but there are there are areas where um there are areas where they they just haven't found it you know yet this season what went wrong with the defense yesterday in minnesota I think from what I saw when I went from watching it live and then also looking at it on film It just looked to me like the Vikings with the, with the receivers particularly Thielen and Jefferson they had some route combinations that the Packers just looked like they were a step slow reacting to the different combinations and things they were doing interestingly and I didn't notice this yesterday, but I noticed it today when I looked at the film. You remember the, the first deep ball to Jefferson where he was down at the one-yard like line? kind of released okay. him earlier yeah. than he probably should have. Yeah, it, it, Sto- and Stokes and Savage, Savage kind of got mixed up yeah. on that. Jefferson's wide open. He catches it, gets down to the one-yard line the play at the 2 minute warning of the 4th quarter where Savage should have had the interception and couldn't quite hold on exact same route combination they played it perfectly and the ball was right in Savage's hands so it just they, they reacted to it much better late in the game when they saw it again when they saw it the first when they saw it the first time Jefferson was wide open and the Vikings got a big Another play.
0: recognition error on Jefferson's first touchdown comes out of the backfield and yeah. runs just a little under route mm-hmm. out of the backfield Henry Black it was in front of him the whole time and he's going wait a minute I haven't seen this before right and that he reacted way too late
1: that's what I'm talking about there were it was it was things like that where they just looked slow to react and if you're just a step slow in this in this game in this league that's all that's all it takes and uh and the Vikings were taking advantage of that
0: we mentioned at the top too all right P I thought had a good game but just they really missed Rashawn Gary just to provide yeah, how much a did little
1: they miss more yeah.
0: edge pressure on Cousins. I know they sacked him twice, but just...
1: Yeah, Preston got both of those yeah, sacks, just, actually.
0: Just not uncomfortable enough in the pocket for a guy who still, I'm not a great fan of, but a pretty good passer.
1: Yeah, I mean, Cousins Cousins definitely was able to to get comfortable, as, as Preston said after the game. They yeah. just, you know, they, they clearly missed Rashawn Gary in the pass rush. I thought... Kenny Clark, Tyler Lancaster, Kingsley Kiki all did a pretty good job on the interior in that game both against run and the pass. Unfortunately, the... Kiki had the the helmet to helmet hit that wiped out the interception. That was a no that was a tu- that was a tough yeah. break nope. there. Yeah. But uh um, but those guys on the interior, I th- I thought they played their tails off and uh and I thought Preston played a really solid game up front. They didn't, they didn't have any kind of consistent pressure from that other side. And uh, and as we talked about, the the secondary was just a little slow to react on some of those route combinations, some of those patterns, and Cousins was able to, to be on time with his throws. All right.
2: Mark, you mentioned you're not a big fan of Kirk Cousins. Why is that?
0: I don't know. Maybe it's just personality. His the, attitude, you just maybe don't. Maybe yeah. more than anything else. I mean, he's always been a really good passer. But, again, in big, big games – He's not throwing like that. Well, and yesterday,
2: me. you know, he should have had... Three picks. <laughs> that, three that, picks. Savage
0: that, had one taken off the board.
2: In crucial moments
0: of the game. Savage had the one at the two-minute warning. And I don't know what Rasul Douglas was thinking because he was in the same position he was in Arizona waiting for the ball. Yeah. And for some reason, he just didn't react to that ball. And Thielen was surprised it got on him.
1: Yeah, and there was and there was one... There, there was also... One that Savage had in the middle of the field that Thielen knocked away, which was a bad throw True. by Cousins. And there was one down the sideline that Stokes couldn't quite find it in time, and, you know, it sailed out of bounds, but he maybe had a chance to get his hands on. I mean, Kirk Cousins only has two interceptions. Only and two 21 was, touchdowns this year. Yeah, yeah. That's and right, he was really? darn close to throwing, like, four or five of them yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I, I, it's hard to explain, quite frankly.
0: And I just wouldn't trust him in a playoff game <laughs> right i just don't
2: you know i wouldn't i mean he's he's a really solid nfo quarterback but i think most people have that feeling about him as yeah but you don't want him in a game that counts eh, right we'll like yeah. he's not that guy
0: but he was that guy enough he's yesterday. paid like that well, guy justin
1: jefferson's the best receiver he's ever played with too oh without question yeah not even this close it's
0: really gonna yeah. be fun to watch not twice a year against these guys but <laughs> i i enjoy talented athletes he certainly is that we got to take a break when we come back we'll wrap up the rest of the weekend in the nfl look ahead to the los angeles rams coming in off a bye and after two losses in a row they are an angry bunch and it's going to be a test and we'll also look for a cold play of the day we'll do that when we return with mike spofford of packers.com to the narrow bridge brew house right after this welcome back this is the fifth quarter Live from the Narrow Bridge Brew House. Once again, your
2: hosts, Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All
0: right, welcome back. Another fun hour tonight, even after a tough day in the cities. Uh, but I had fun, stayed at the daughter's house, goofed around with the grandson, had a good old time in Minneapolis, <laughs> and head back there this weekend for Thanksgiving. So uh, yeah, a lot of miles on the uh, vehicle this week. But anyway, uh, hey, let's get a cold play contested up front and center. Robinsons presents it again. Guess it right, take home a prize tonight. And uh, hi, welcome to the show. What's your name and what's your guess?
2: Tristan. Uh, Sarah just dropped an interception. The what's that? Savage dropped interception.
0: Wow, two for two right out of the oh. gate. Well done, Tristan. <laughs> the cold and really the coldest and cruelest play was the one nearly made Barnaro and Darnell Savage. Wayne Larrabee's live action call thought it was the game changer. The Packers' sideline explodes.
2: The Packers have an opportunity to get the win. Darnell Savage high pointing the football.
0: Well, he high-pointed it all right, but he low-pointed it, and it bounced off the turf. Even Kirk thought he targeted Justin Jefferson one time too many.
2: Certainly thought that now the Packers are getting the ball back and they have good field position, and it uh, wasn't a good feeling walking to the sideline, um, but Coach Ginoco told me that you know he may have dropped it. and You know, it, it's just kind of the NFL. I mean, when you play long enough, you've been in these situations so many times, you just realize this is life in the NFL, and you got to react and play through it all.
0: Yeah, darn it, Darnell, darn it (laughs) Close Tough play Really close Colt play winner, congratulations All right, Spop, uh, Packers dropped to number two in the conference, Arizona With a win in Seattle with Colt McCoy quarterbacking for Connor Murray I'd forgotten Colt
2: McCoy was still in the league
0: Uh, Yeah, he played great 21 of the 32 teams have had multiple quarterbacks play this year
1: colt mccoy's got uh two wins for arizona now Ky- kyler murray i believe has missed three games and colt mccoy is two and one so you got to give the cardinals credit they've lost their quarterback for a stretch and uh they've stayed on top of the nfc
0: yeah as they uh get to nine and two packers if the playoffs ended today would get new orleans in round one saints Ooh. number seven seed at five and five redemption but no Jameis. It's yeah. trevor <laughs> simeon and taysom <laughs> hill who signed a four-year 40 million dollar extension today right what are you doing Saints had a big cap hit on Hill's current contract, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they his, just uh, fudged yeah. some money numbers around. Uh, but $20 million guaranteed for Taysom. Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> Dallas is the three seed. They look terrible. Yesterday, Kansas City shut them down, held them to nine points. They would get Minnesota in the opening round, the six seed. Look out, Mike's. That's a good offense, man. That's a good mm-hmm. offense. And Tampa Bay, the four seed, uh, would play the Rams in the opening round. LA coming in at seven and three, the number five seed currently in the NFC, and here they come. Packers have beaten this team six out of the last seven meetings, including the playoff victory when they had the number one scoring defense last year. That was an impressive show at Lambeau, thirty-two to eighteen. But some of Ace Club has dropped a couple, and they've gone hog wild. You talk about all in. They've mortgaged the draft for the next twenty-six years, I believe. <laughs> Uh, By making all these deals for Stafford von Miller OBJ now in the fold Uh, Very formidable test against another high octane explosive offense
1: Mike. Yeah, absolutely It's gonna be interesting to see what kind of Rams team shows up at Lambeau Field Sunday As you said coming off of back-to-back losses and then having their bye week to kind of stew about it but uh, but also regroup reset and uh knowing that they're right in the thick of right in the thick of this thing the cardinals are on top of the nfc with two losses and then there are four teams including the packers that have three losses so this playoff positioning and everything is far from settled
2: but the packers are going to win right i mean they're coming off a loss coach Lafleur does not lose in that situation so right. go to your favorite better Put your retirement savings on the line and bet the Packers to beat the Rams.
0: It's the first time for everything, and I'm awfully nervous, especially now with this offensive line. you got Donald. you got Von Miller. Yeah, and an angry Rams team. I I think this is going to be a tough test. I think the equalizer, colder the better. Bring on the weather, man. This is what you play for, and these guys do have four of their last six. On the tundra yeah i mean this is
1: this is where the packers wanted to be you had you had that stretch of four road games in five weeks um you know you lost your quarterback for one of those and you know in in kansas city but the packers survived that stretch pretty well now they're set up with with a home heavy schedule down the stretch you're going to get the weather to your advantage you got to take it take advantage of that and and put i mean this team both 2019 and 2020 has lost a game right around that week 11 week 12 week 10 somewhere in there and then they've you know they've hit their gear down the stretch yeah, under were, under Matt LaFleur but they were, they this were a year, healthy team last right year. right and and, and and in 2019 as well the big difference this year is the injuries can they put together a strong final push here in the regular season with all these guys that are hurt
0: This is such a weird season. You were talking during the break about the stat you looked up about on any given Sunday, Thursday, or Monday. Look out. Titans lose to the Texans at home. The number one seed in the AFC.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the stat you were were referencing, we were talking about, I, I, I saw last night that in the NFL this year, weeks 9, 10, 11, the last three weeks... Of this regular season a team that with a 500 record or worse has beaten a division leader nine times in three weeks in the nfl that's just astounding when you think about it
0: you know we always talk about parody and you know and all this sort of thing but i've, I've never really believed it because there are always eight to ten teams that just seem so far and above the rest of the bunch but not this year no not this year not at, at all,
1: all. no all
0: right.
2: still wide open
0: it's still very wide yep. open, and it's still there for the taking for the Packers. If Arizona runs the table, got to love them. But they drop one more, and the Packers keep it rolling. The playoff bye could still be theirs with that head-to-head victory over Arizona.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's the, that's the one you've got in your back pocket as far as that tiebreaker right now. But there, as I said, there are all these other teams. You know, Buccaneers, obviously they play tonight, but, um, you know, Cowboys that ha- and the Rams that all have 3 losses obviously the Packers can hand the Rams the fourth loss this week that's what you'd like to do to try to separate yourself a little bit from them and the- and still keep the Arizona Cardinals in your sights you have that head to head if it comes down to just you and the Cardinals and you can tie them up then if you're going to face the Cardinals in the playoffs, a team from Phoenix coming to Lambeau Field in January, you got to like your chances. Yeah,
0: i don't like their chances, just about anybody coming in uh, to Lambeau Field. Spoff, it was a blast having you come over and uh, offer some insight on these guys and get us up to date on everything going on from the inside. Uh, joining our folks here tonight, appreciate the effort. Thanks for the time.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Appreciate right, it, Mark. All
0: right, Mike Spoffer, ladies and gentlemen, Packers.com, Senior Writer.